Greetings, dear listeners. I know I've got names for my listeners on my other podcasts. I mean, I got uh, Star Hunters and Squad Mates, and I'm going to start using Joe Bros over on the G.I. Joe show. So I think this one here, I'm going to start referring to my listeners as dear listeners. Taking kind of a page out of Stephen King's manual. But uh, that's beside the point. Welcome to Head Speaks, episode 51. This month, I'm supposed to present the last part, the Armageddon 2001, issue 2, the last part of the Armageddon 2001 crossover, but due to uh, scheduling problems with my guests, uh, we're going to have to delay that for one for hopefully just a month. So this month, uh, let's go and get started with this show. I don't have the Armageddon 2001 this month. Hopefully, we'll be back next month. But enough talking. Let's go ahead and start the show. There, true believers, this is Head Speaks, a proud member of the Headcast Network family of shows. As usual, I am your host, Aaron Moss, aka Head. This is my mostly monthly Headcast, where I talk about comics, movies, role playing games, TV shows, and anything else geeky that I want. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Let's begin. So our first segment today, I'm going to bring to you... The Chronicles of Head. First off, I finally got an intro for this section. What you guys think? Let me know. Second of all, let's go ahead and move on with this segment of Chronicles of Head. Uh, this time out... I'm going to talk a little bit about the last few months and my hiatus from podcasting and why I've been silent for the most part. I've, I've made some, I've been over on the G.I. Joe uh, Real American Headcast group for a, on and off, but I haven't had any podcasts in the last several, five, six months, whatever it's been. Uh, a couple of reasons. And again, this may not be as fully explained as I originally planned on. Uh, but let's get on with it. So again, there's a couple reasons uh, for my, my radio silence. I do quotes like you can see it. First and most important reason is uh, me and the missus, Mrs. Head, we've been having some issues. Uh, again, I don't go into much detail about that right now because we're still sorting things out and trying to work through things. But suffice to say... Uh, the Mrs. Head made some choices that she probably shouldn't have made, which has caused some problems with our marriage. Uh, I was thinking about divorce. Again, that's not completely off the table. But we're trying to work through it. So uh, that, that was the main reason for my hiatus. The reason I had been gone, haven't been releasing episodes in a while, is because uh, first I was dealing with the repercussions of uh, what she did. Again, maybe later on I'll go in more detail, but right now we're going to exclude it at that. And I'm kind of working on my marriage, trying to see if I can salvage things. Again, we're still in kind of a limbo status, but I need to get back to podcasting because that's what well, Shag says, find your joy. And this is one of the things that, you know, brings me joy right now is my podcasting, talked about comics with you guys. The other reason for my hiatus is, well, if you listen to my head speaks, uh, especially around November, December, February of each year, I usually often go into a uh, a mournful period, I guess you could say, where I talk about my brother's death back in 1984 and my responsibility of it and all that. Uh, between that and other things from my youth, and then topping it off, this recent thing with the wife, I've hit kind of a, uh, I'm in kind of a depression right now. I started seeing a therapist to get help with it. Uh, I know it's getting kind of personal, and this isn't the jokey, jokey ha ha brother head you're used to, I guess, but I, I feel I owe you guys, my listeners, the truth. Uh, I am going to, one reason I've been kind of, I say besides the issues with the wife, I just haven't had the urge to try to podcast recently. 
Uh, part of me wants to, but then another part of me, I say, it hits these major depressions, and I just don't feel like doing anything. But I'm working on trying to get around that. Like I say, I'm talking with a therapist, trying to work out my issues. Uh, hopefully, as I've said before, kind of joking that I use this podcast to try to do my own therapy. Uh, it hasn't worked, so I'm actually seeking professional help. So you guys don't need to worry about Brother Head. I, I should survive. I will survive. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but again, this is kind of a short episode of Chronicles of Head or a segment of Chronicles of Head. I am working on getting better. I am working on things with the wife, trying to see if that's going to work out or not. Uh, I'm going to try to get back on a regular podcasting basis. I want to thank all you guys that's listening, that, that stuck with me, that's still here through all of this, I appreciate you guys. I have reached out to a couple of the Joes over my G.I. Joe podcast. I've explained to some of them a little bit what's going on. Some just know that I, I've been radio silent, but I've gotten a lot of support from them and also from you kind listeners. So I just want to say thank you very much. And that's all I really got to say on the matter right now. Like I say, I, I'm working on getting my issues resolved. Uh, maybe later on, once things are more resolved, I'll give more of a detail, more updates. But right now, that's where I'm going to leave it. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, anyways, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment we have for you today. Also, just a little disclaimer, the intro before the show and this next segment I'm going to play for you guys. I recorded this back in September before uh, crap hit the fan, as it were. So I, I'm gonna, this was supposed to come out in September or October, something like that. So I'm going to make references to, you know, for the last couple months and last month and things like that. I did not go back and editing this next section. I'm going to leave it as is. So bear with me on that and understand that, again, this was from the past. I'm in the present, which is your past. So this is all in the past, but this is next to more in the past than the past. And this is just in the recent past. <laughs> Anyways, I need a good laugh. Anyway, so here's my next segment on Head Speaks. couple of months, I have brought to you my, my thoughts on the uh, current DC and Marvel movies, the, the current DC, unit, DC Cinematic Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I figured for this episode, since I, I didn't get a hold of my guests for the Armageddon 2001 crossover, uh, we looked at the previous Cinematic Universe. We've got two options. Either look at the movies pre-Cinematic Universe that's kind of a depressing look. So we're going to look at what we have coming up with both uh, DC and Marvel. I would talk about the G.I. Joe shows and movies that are coming up, but I actually may be doing that on a upcoming episode of Bravo Team. So we're going to stick with DC and Marvel for right now. Uh, so let's go and get started. First, we're going to look at DC because I think it's a smaller slate. And I was thinking how to do this. Because there's movies that's actually planned to come out and rumors of movies. I think for the most part, I'm just going to look at the movies that are planned, that have a, a date to come out, or at least a time frame to come out. The ones that are rumored, I'm probably not going to spend any or much time on because, again, these rumored movies can take forever to actually come out if they ever do. And I've talked about it on the United DC Comics uh, project, whatever uh, Facebook group I'm on. And people are saying, you know, DC knows what they're doing. They've got a plan in mind. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still waiting from the Flash movie from 20 years ago. So the Green Lantern Corps movie from 20 years ago. So the movies that are planned or that uh, are rumored, I'm not really going to. I may mention briefly, but for the most part, we're going to focus on the movies that are actually uh, planned and are underway. And I am pulling this information from Collider.com. We're going to go and go with Collider. There's a bunch of different sites out there, but we'll go and go with Collider since it's the first one I pulled up. Uh, the first movie they have listed is Joker, 
Release date is October the 4th of 2019, starring Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. And again, I say Joker in quotes because I don't know how much this can be the Joker and how much it can be a clown killer guy. I know I've seen some articles on Facebook and what have you saying that from producers, writers, or somebody that this movie's going to pull nothing from the comics. That worries me a little bit. It's a comic book movie based on a comic book character, but they say they're pulling nothing from the comics. That worries me a little bit. I'm still going to see it because I'm addicted to these things, but I don't know. Uh, like I said, Star Wars Joaquin Phoenix, apparently they wanted Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio before, but he passed on it. So they went to Joaquin Phoenix. Um, this is going to be a different Joker than Jared Leto's Joker. Thank Joe Pesci for that. Uh, but again, that's the Joker. It's the next movie coming out from Warner Brothers. It should be out October the 4th. Around the same time as this, this episode drops. Maybe a couple of days after. Uh, anyways. So yeah, I still want to see it. But yeah, I'm, my interest in this wanes back and forth. Uh, that's the Joker. They've got a couple of trailers out for it. It looks interesting, but we'll see. Next movie, uh, it's listed as Birds of Prey. Uh, actually, it looks like they changed the name of it to Birds of Prey in the fa- fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. This is supposed to be a Birds of Prey movie, in theory. Uh, it looks like Margot Robbie, from what I've heard, is was really interested in getting this one done, so she kind of fast-forwarded through everything else. Uh Everything I've seen, all the previews, the pictures, everything I've seen, focuses on Harley Quinn. So instead of a Birds of Prey movie, it looks like it's going to be a Harley movie guest starring the Birds of Prey. Uh, So, again, Margot Robbie from the Suicide Squad is going to reprise the role as Harley Quinn. It's going to have Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress, Journey Smolta Bell as Black Canary, and Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya, a Gotham City police detective, with... Ella J. Basco playing Cassandra Kane and Ewan McGregor playing the villain of Black Roll. Um, again, I, another movie I don't know about. Most of the Marvel movies up to this point I've been really excited about. DC's uh, not quite so. Well, I've been excited, but I've talked about those movies already. The ones that are coming out now, I, I want to be more excited. I enjoyed the Birds of Ray comic. I think that Harley Quinn is overplayed, overused, overrated. That's the word I'm looking for. I think she's overrated. I think they keep shoving her in people's faces. I mean, yes, maybe she's popular. The kids like her. But I don't know if she's a character that the kids should like. Done right. She's a psychopathic killer. She aligns herself with the Joker. Uh, I don't know. And like I say, it looks like, much like with Suicide Squad... Harley Quinn's going to take a bigger role in this than I think she should have. If this is a Birds of Prey movie, I think they should focus on the Birds of Prey, uh, which is Oracle, Huntress, Black Canary. Also, they've changed the race. Looks like a Black Canary. Journey, Small Bell appears to be uh, half black at least, which is a Black Canary. I've made my comments on race changes before. Uh, those who want to call me racist, shut up. Uh, Rosie Prez is Raymond o- Renee Montoya. Rosie Prez isn't a bad actress per se. I don't see her as police detective, Gotham City police detective Renee Montoya. I don't know. I don't know this Ella J. Basco, so I can't comment on her as uh, Cassandra Kane. In fact, while I'm talking to you guys, I am going to pull her up on the Googles. Uh, and then Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. I think he could be pretty good. Uh, Ellen Ella J. Brasco uh, looks like she might be doing all right. I don't know. Um, just looking to see what movie she's been in. I don't know if I've seen her in anything. She's Filipino. <clears throat> TV series Teacher V. Superior Donuts. Happy Land. Grey's Anatomy. Haven't seen her in any of those, so... Uh, I don't know. She she looks a little chunky to be 
Cassandra Kane, but we'll see. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Well, I say, and again, according to Collider, it says that the superheroes join up to protect Kane when she covers an item of value that belongs to Black Mask. Uh, again, other. Uh, again, I don't like the fact they've changed Black Canary's race. I don't know about Rose, Rosie Perez's Rene Montoya. And I think that Margot Robbie, uh, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, is taking a way bigger role in this than she should. Other than that, it's interesting. I like the Birds of Prey comics, so we'll see. To me, it's not the Birds of Prey, thought Oracle. Uh, but we'll see how it turns out. Again, I am going to see this because I'm addicted to these things. I need help, please. Uh, the next movie I'm going to talk about briefly is Wonder Woman 1984. This is a sequel to Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm sorry, back up a stack. Sep. Birds of Prey is supposed to be released February the 7th of 2020. Now, Wonder Woman 1984. This is a sequel to Wonder Woman. Apparently it takes place in 1984. I love the 80s. Uh, so we'll see. Release date is June 5th of 2020. Once again, starring Gal Gadot. Kristen Wiig is supposed to play the cheetah. Chris Pine is back as Steve Trevor. I'm not sure if he's the time to display Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor's son. I don't quite know how it's going to happen. But Patty Director, the one that direct, the gal that directed the original Wonder Woman, is going to come back and do this one. It looks like Jeff Johns had a hand in the story. Uh, Kristen Wiig is the cheetah. I don't know. She's a decent actress. I we'll see if she can pull off the cheetah. I don't know if she can pull off menacing or not. Uh, she's more known as a comedy actress. But we'll see if she can pull off the, the, the menace that she needs to do if she's a cheetah. I enjoyed the first Wonder Woman movie. It wasn't the best movie out, but it was a good... Again, for DC, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm this So far out of the three movies I've talked about, I'm most interested in this one. So definitely want to see this. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Supposed to be released uh, June 5th, 2020. Next movie up on the roster is The Batman. June 25th of 2021, uh, directed by Matt Reeves, stars Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, Robert Pattinson, most famous for the Twilight movies. I saw the first one. I'm not going to hold that against him. Uh, this one's been back and forth in the rumor mill. Uh, Affleck was supposed to have something done with it. Uh, things have changed around. Now Matt Reeves is supposed to be directing it. This is supposed to be a younger Batman. And uh, according to uh, Reeves, he's supposed to want to hone in on the direct detective aspect of the character, which hasn't really been explored that much in Batman, in the movies. So we'll see what happens. Uh, again, I'm interested in seeing this one. Again, I'm not going to hold the Twilight movie franchise against Robert Pattinson. I've heard from others on Facebook. He's a pretty good actor in his own right with the right movie. Uh, again, as first, I was originally not looking forward to Ben Affleck. He actually did a really good job, so I'm willing to give this a shot. So far out of the four movies, I'm most interested in Wonder Woman 1984 and The Batman. Moving on, we have The Suicide Squad, which is a sequel to The Suicide Squad, or just Suicide Squad, which I covered over on the Task Force X podcast. I did a commentary on that. Again, this one's directed by James Gunn, who's done the... Uh, What's it called? The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies over at Marvel. Once again, Margot Robbie, Joel Kinman, Kinman, Jay Courtney is supposed to be returning to this one. Also, it's supposed to have uh, Viola Davis back as Amanda Waller. I don't know. As we all know, if you listen to my other podcast, I was disappointed with Suicide Squad. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, again, I, I'm not a big fan of Harley Quinn. I, I think she's overusing the movies, in the comics. Harley Quinn and me is not a... She's good for Suicide Squad for an, an issue or two. Brief appearances. But I, I don't think she's as good as... She needs to be for as much as they're using her in the movies and the TV show. Or the uh, cartoons or comic books. That's what they're called. So I'm definitely, again, at Suicide Squad. So I am interested in seeing this. Over on my Task Force X pay, uh, Facebook page, I did post a, uh, an image. Shows a whole lot of people that's supposed to be involved with this movie. I'm interested. 
Um, John Cena wrestler is supposed to be in it at some part. David Dashamain is supposed to be playing the Polka Dot Man. Idris Elba is supposed to be playing a new character. Originally, they're going to look at him to replace Will Smith as Deadshot. Again, I would rather have Deadshot from the comics, but mm, Idris Elba, new character, uh, a different character. I don't know if it's going to be a new character per se or just a new character to the movie. I'm kind of hoping Bronze Tiger. As I've talked about elsewhere, Bronze Tiger is a great African-American Suicide Squad member. He, he started out as a villain, part of the, the uh, Assassin's Guild, I believe it was. Became a good guy. He helps out the Suicide Squad. I, I think he might do a good job as Bronze Tiger. And again, I would love to see Bronze Tiger brought forth in the Suicide Squad movie. So uh, we'll see what happens. Polka Dot Man, he may, he may get killed right away. Oh, Daniela Melchor is a female rat catcher. Again, I've, I've talked before. I don't care much for race changes. We'll see. As I've talked about over on my Task Force X podcast, where I talked about the Suicide Squad movie, I didn't care for Jay Courtney's interpretation of Boomerang. Didn't care for Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg. <sighs> Filming is due to begin in September 2019, supposedly, which means it should be starting any time. Actually, I am recording this September 20th, so it should have started yesterday or sometime this month. <sighs> I want to see it because of Suicide Squad, but after the last and everything I'm seeing so far, I, I'm not super impressed at this point. We'll see. I don't know. I want to be more excited about this one. Again, being a Suicide Squad fan, uh, this should be on the top of my list. This should be the one I'm aiming for, the one I'll see, the definite top pinnacle. Sadly, it's not. Next one is Aquaman 2. February, uh, December 16th, 2022. It's in development. Uh, again, Aquaman was a great movie. It came out. I don't care for Momoa as Aquaman, but the rest was pretty good. Um, like I say, it's got a 2022 release date. It's supposed to be co-written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. Juan hasn't committed to directing Aquaman 2 yet. So... Again, I, I'm getting to the end of the movie that I'm actually going to cover because there's no well, there's a release date, but the director's not sure yet. And again, of DC, they've got a lousy track record of releasing movies they've talked about. So, um, I'm just going to mention a couple other movies briefly. Uh, an untitled Black Adam movie. They've been talking about Black Adam for years. Dwayne Johnson's supposed to play. Black Adam. I don't know. He's supposed to show up at some point in Shazam, but he never did. Uh, I, I don't know about. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of giving a villain, except for the Suicide Squad, of their own movie because you want to cheer for the main character, but it's hard to cheer for a villain. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know about Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah, but Dwayne Johnson could play Black Adam. Like, he might do all right. I think he might do a pretty good job at it. But my main concern, again, one is giving a villain a movie. And two, it's not got a title yet. There's no release date. We'll see if this shows up or not. Uh, the Trench is another movie there's in talks about. They've been talking about this one since Aquaman came out. These are the villains, the, the creatures, and Aquaman. They're supposed to get their own movie, kind of like a horror movie. No director, no cast, no release dates and developments. Ah. Peter Wan's supposed to be helping produce it or direct it or something. Supposedly, uh, Noah Gardner and Aiden, Aiden Fitzgerald are writing it. Uh, we'll see if it comes out or not. I don't know. I, I mean, ah. Could be a good movie. We'll see. I don't know. The Flash. Mm. Director is Andy Muschini. Ezra Miller is supposed to be The Flash. Release date to be to be announced. They've talked about a Flash movie. At one time it's going to be Flashpoint. Now it's just Flash. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, again, Flashpoint in the comics was used to fix DC continuity. Again, fix in quotes. 
They restarted DC continuity uh, so early in the movie franchise. It makes me wonder, a little nervous. Again, I don't care for, as I've talked about, Ezra Miller's The Flash. He's not The Flash to me. I, I think he did a horrible job. Hated the costume. Hated the way he did it. Just Again, I love The Flash character, but this movie does not impress me. Again, I will see it because I'm addicted to these movies, as I've said previously. But yeah, I am not excited for it. And again, I've been waiting for a Flash movies I talked about elsewhere since uh, uh, mid-90s. They were talking about a Flash movie back then, so I'm still waiting for that. We'll see. Uh, I'm not going to go much detail. I'm just going to mention other movies that are supposedly in works. Shazam 2. I enjoyed the first Shazam. I would be interested in seeing a second one for the most part. A Batgirl movie, Green Lantern Corps movie, a New Gods movie, Black Hawk, an untitled Jared Leto movie, ugh. An untitled Joker Harley Quinn movie, ugh. Supergirl, Nightwing, Just League Dark, Gotham City Sirens, which is like Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and somebody else. A Blue Beetle movie, Plastic Man, uh, Man of Steel sequel, which we've been waiting for for years, uh, a Deathstroke movie, uh, uh, Lobo movie, Cyborg. Uh, those are all movies they're talking about. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't read those. I don't have any faith in any of them until they actually come out. Because again, DC's horrible at releasing things they've talked about. So we will see what happens. I, I don't know. But those are the DC movies that are both coming out. Uh, again, most excited about the uh, Wonder Woman sequel and the Batman movie. The other ones we'll wait and see. Uh, moving on, we're going to go to the Marvel movies. Uh, these are upcoming Marvel movies. This listing I'm pulling from time.com. Again, I'll give what time tells us about them and my thoughts on them. Uh, first one they got listed is New Mutants, April 3rd, 2020. Uh, this is something they've been working on. It's supposed to be like a year ago or so, I think. But the New Mutants, I enjoyed that comic book somewhat when it was on or when it was out. Uh, it introduces a bunch of new characters into it. Uh, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones is supposed to be on there. Splits Anna Taylor-Joy. Uh, 13 Reasons Why Henry Zelga reshoots Dark Phoenix Bleak, office, uh, Bleak box office and everything's had him put on hold. And it looks like he's going to go straight to a streaming service. Hmm. Good start. Uh, moving on, Black Widow, May of 2020. May 1st of 2020, her Black Widow solo movie. This is supposed to be kind of like an origin movie from what I understand. Supposedly Captain America is supposed to show up in it. Uh, actually, not an origin movie. It looks like it's going to take place after the events of uh, Civil War. Again, I like Scar Scarlett Johansson. I thought the Black Widow was a very good character. Uh, definitely interested in seeing this one. We'll see how it turns out. The Eternals. November 6th of 2020. Uh, this one here, Eternals are... I, I'm not a, I know the Eternals, but I, I never actually read their comic. They had like a miniseries or something. Uh, it's a race called the Celestials. Those are the gold people in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They created the Eternals, which is a superhuman, immortal people. The Eternals have powers of flight, telepathy, manipulation of matter, among other things. They're tasked with protecting Earth. It's a Marvel movie, so I'll see it, but I, I don't know a whole lot about the Internals yet. Uh, we'll see. I, this is lower on my things of what I want to see because, again, I'm not this is there with the Internals. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February 12th of 2021. Uh, Shang-Chi, he's an, an Asian character. I, I know of him. I've read some of his appearances, but I'm not a huge Shang-Chi fan. Um, it looks like it's supposed to star Simu Liu. Best known on the CBS sitcom Kim's Convenience. He's supposed to play off against the real Mandarin, played by Tony Leong. Uh, again, since they're bringing in the actual Mandarin, 
I would definitely be interested in seeing this. Not a huge fan of necessarily of Shang-Chi, but I like the Mandarin. I know the Mandarin. So I'm definitely interested in seeing this one. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. I know nothing about this at this point. The title alone interests me. I'm not a big fan of the Doctor Strange character of the comic. I enjoy when he shows up, but I, I can't stay with the series for long. I enjoyed his first movie. Multiverse of Madness has my interest peaked. So I'm definitely interested in seeing this one. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. Not a huge Thor fan. I, I like the first Thor movie. Didn't care for the next two. The title of this one, I don't know. Uh, Love and Thunder. I, it, this one's supposed to have Jane Foster as the new Thor. They did that in the comics for a while. They had Jane become Thor. I don't know. Natalie Portman's supposed to return as Jane Foster. She's picked up the hammer, becoming Thor. Uh, again, I didn't read the... Uh, Female Thor in the comic. I I will see this, I'm sure, because I'm a geek and I am addicted to these movies. Not as interested again. I'm not having enjoyed the Thor movies. I too much comedy in my opinion. I, the the promo for this looks very 1970s. I don't know. Black Panther 2, May 6th of 2022. I enjoyed the first Black Panther. I don't think it was as great as everyone says it was. But I enjoyed it. Uh, i definitely willing to watch this one. Uh, I would like to see it. Black Panther should be a pretty good movie. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they're talking about doing a Blade reboot. Again, I enjoyed the original Blade trilogy for the most part. I'm definitely interested in this. I enjoy the character. I want to see what they're going to do with it. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. No release date at this point. I enjoyed the first Guardians of the Galaxy 2, not so much. I need to watch it again. I just didn't care for it the second time. Too much comedy, in my opinion. They, they rolled too much into the comedy. James Gunn's supposed to be back on this one after he finishes Suicide Squad. Uh, this is supposed to be the final movie in the Guardians trilogy. They said it could launch at least one spinoff. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm interested somewhat, but again, I wasn't happy with the last one. Uh, so we'll see how this one turns out. I don't know. Uh, Captain Marvel 2, to be determined. No, Again, no dates or anything. Brie Larson's supposed to show back up as Captain Marvel. Again, I don't think this was a great movie. It was good. I don't think it was as bad as everyone says it was, in my opinion. I thought she did a decent job. Uh, we'll see. No real information on it. Uh, I want to see it. Fantastic Four through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Marvel's supposed to be rebooting them for the Marvel Universe, but there's no date set. So they haven't been working in the Marvel Universe yet because Marvel's just got the rights back to them. I'm definitely interested in seeing a great, great Fantastic Four movie. Spider-Man 3, or Spider-Man, they has got a label as Homecoming 3. Again, Spider-Man at this point has left the cinematic universe, so I'm not sure how they're going to handle it. Because the last two movies, they've tied everything so tightly to the Marvel Universe, Tony Stark and his enemies. I want to see them move away from that, so maybe this is a good move. I've enjoyed most of Sony Spider-Man movies. I enjoyed Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, didn't care for 3, and I enjoyed both Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. We'll see how they'll handle this, seeing how, I say, Marvel's tied so closely to their universe. We'll see what Sony does with it. They're both doing a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. I enjoyed that cartoon. Again, it's not tied to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm talking about it anyways briefly. I enjoyed Miles Morales in there. Uh, I would definitely watch a sequel to that. There's supposed to be an all-female Spider-Verse spinoff. We'll see. Supposed to have Spider Gwen Stacy and Penny Parker. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not as interested in this one, but we'll see. Venom 2. Uh, again, honestly, I haven't watched all of Venom 1 yet, so I've got no comments on that. Uh, Woody Harrelson's supposed to play Garnage, which could be interesting. Hmm. Morbius. Again, no information on this one, but they're supposed to be doing a Morbius, Morbius movie with Jared Leto. I don't know anything Jared Leto's been off him that I've enjoyed. 
We'll see. I, I like Morbius. I like what he shows up in Spider-Man. Again, a villainish character getting his own movie. I don't know. We'll see. Silver and Black, which is a Silver Sable Black cat movie. They've talked about this one and off for a while. Uh, I enjoy Silver Sable. I enjoy Black Cat together. I don't know. It could be all right. We'll see how it works out. A Logan spinoff. Uh, a Logan was a f- kind of a futuristic. Took place in 2029. Uh, Wolverine movie. Wolverine died. Blah, blah, blah. Spoilers. Probably going to deal with Laura, the, the young mutant, mutant that they had in that movie. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, again. Then there's Ms. Marvel, no date set. This is a uh, a Muslim superhero. She can stretch. I, she has some other powers. Again, I haven't followed her in the comics. I'm not a huge fan of her. Uh, again, like I said most of the other old older Marvel movies that we've had, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I've enjoyed. I, I'm not as excited about the upcoming Marvel movies. Which really is kind of disappointing to me because, again, I'm a comic geek. I love these movies. I'm not as interested in these upcoming movies. They just don't draw my fancy. What do you guys think? You guys looking forward to these? No, yes, let me know. Send me an email to head at headspeaks.com and let me know what you think. Hey there, more recent past brother head back uh, <laughs> uh, I was listening to my segment again and I realized talking about the Joker movie in past tense or future tense that's coming out as you guys know since I recorded that the movie actually came out uh, I'll talk about that maybe next episode uh, but let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back with another segment Head Speaks will be back after these important messages. Hello, Paul. Hello. I am Dr. Herfi Stafner. Come in, come in, please. Take a seat. Take a seat. What can I do for you today? I uh, just, I just, I'm, I can't sleep. I, I, I can't focus on anything. The only thing I can think about is like DC events. DC event, as in the comic books, DC events. Yes, yes, the comic book events. Oh, interesting. Uh, are we we talking things like Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, yeah, totally that one. Yeah, uh, Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Oh, very, very invasion, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the uh, the Genesis. Uh, not so much. No? Oh. Okay, well, I think it's really good if you talk about the things that are troubling you in your life. So maybe you should do a podcast about this obsession. What, what, what do you call this obsession? What do you think it is? I think you're a unique case. I've not seen anything like this before in my office. I'm going to suggest that you have what we call DCOCD. What? DC OCD. You are obsessive and compulsive about your DC events. I think you should talk it out, get it out of your system via a podcast. I will help you, my friend. We shall do a podcast together about your DC OCD. Oh, okay. I won't even charge you for it. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I don't think I can claim you on (laughs) benefits. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. <laughs> when should we start? Um, I'll get back to you on that. I'll check my I'll check my timetable. <laughs> cool. Monthly, monthly, monthly. Action film face off. Hello, I'm Jason the Weasel Skull Albrick, and I'd like to tell you about a podcast I do with my brother, Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist. Action film face off. Yes, thank you, Jared. Action film face off is a podcast where my brother and I, who are both military combat vets, 
Jason was a Navy SEAL. Jason was not a Navy SEAL. Jason was a military intelligence wing. But anyway, in each episode of Action Film Face-Off, we select two different action films. Some of them have Chuck Norris. Technically speaking, none of them have had Chuck Norris yet, but it could happen because we use a randomizer set between 1970 and modern day to select our two films. So you'll always get two films, each from a different year. Our randomizer has spikes on it. We use a Google random number generator, so it does not have spikes on it. And we put the films into our video dome arena. It also has spikes. It does not have spikes. <laughs> but we discuss the films and score them through six different rounds of criteria. I score Bond films very high. Okay, that's true. But anyway, by the end of the episode, we crown one of the action films the champion of action film face-off. Next episode, Jason fights a bear. Jason is not fighting a bear, but please give our show a listen. We're part of the Longbox Crusade Network of Shows. Pat Samson killed a man with a sword once. I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. But you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers under Longbox Crusade. Or you can subscribe to just our show by searching for Action Film Face-Off. Come see the blood fly! And that's Action Film Face-Off. We do, indeed, invite you to come and see the blood fly. I just said that! Back to Head Speaks. And now I present to you Bitch and Moan, Bitch and Moan, Bitch and Gripe, Gripe and Moan, Bitch and Gripe, Bitch and Moan, Bitch and Moan, Bitch and Gripe. Brother Heads. Bitches, Moans, and Gripes. This month's Bitches, Moans, and Gripes, I'm going to talk a little bit about comic book continuity. Yes, anyone that listens to me, that listens to any of my shows, probably knows that I am a fan of continuity, but I'm going to complain about it a little bit, because that's what I do. <laughs> Again, these no notes or anything, this is going strictly off the top of my head. I've probably talked about some of this before, I'm sure I'll talk about it again, but that's what I'm going to talk about this month. <clears throat> so let's get started. So, again, as I've said, I'm a big fan of continuity, one done properly. I mean, there, there is using continuity and being a slave to continuity and then ignoring your continuity. Sadly, uh, DC and Marvel, but I'm mainly looking at DC right now because that's the main books I'm reading. And that's where my, my true love is at is DC, except for G.I. Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh they tend to take all three aspects of continuity. and So let me get into that. Let me go ahead and start with that. So especially like I say DC, all the comic companies, well, DC and Marvel, the main ones I read, they're both guilty of it. They, DC especially right now, they, how do I say it? I mean, again, they, they use continuity because they refer to previous stories, you know, see this storyline or this storyline. They tie stories together, but they don't keep an eye on their continuity. And let's say right now, who knows what's in continuity between Flashpoint and Rebirth and the New 52 and and everything else. Where no one's quite sure what's in continuity. At one time, it's like after the crisis, well, nothing's on continuity to refer to it. Then they changed it and said, well, everything's in continuity unless we refer otherwise and again, as a big continuity fan, I like when, you know, as I've been a longtime reader, I like when stories refer to other stories in the past or when things from this story five years ago pays off or they refer back to it later on. It just makes me happy and it makes it feel like one cohesive universe. But the comic companies, I say DC, and I keep saying comic companies, I mainly refer to DC right now. They have a habit of They'll do continuity for a while, and then they'll kind of, I don't know, scratch it halfway. Like Crisis. When they reboot, they did the Crisis back in 1985, and everything rebooted. Well, most things rebooted. I know that, uh, it was Marv Wolfman had wanted to start issue 10 or 11, whichever it was, 
with just a total wipe and starting over. DC had too many things going on. It's like, well, we can't do that. So we're going to do a reboot, but some things are still going on. And then later on, they didn't keep track of continuity. They would tell multiple stories, multiple origins for people. And like Hawkman, for instance, they wanted to keep all the old JLA stories. They brought Hawkman in to... They used the Hawkworld story, and they said in current continuity, current time, instead of setting like five or ten years in the past so they could have had Hawkman, they brought him to Earth in present time back when they did the Hawkworld series, which kind of messed up the older stories that they wanted to kind of keep. They did the same thing with Wonder Woman. Uh, they brought her into continuity at present time during Legends in 1987, but yet Wonder Girl, who was... Originally, it was a mistake. Originally, if you're not familiar, Wonder Girl came about because it was Amy Haney or some writer thought that Wonder Girl was a thing, not realizing that the stories of Wonder Girl was Wonder Woman when she was young. So they included Wonder Girl with the Teen Titans. So they wrote a, a story to fix that continuity error. But then in 87, they brought Wonder Woman back into present time. They reintroduced her, but Wonder Girl was already a part of the Titans. So they had to have another story to fix that. And things just came getting messed up and convoluted. And then that Zero Hour, which again was another soft reboot. That Zero Month, which allowed them to retell all their origins. If they wanted to, and start things off from scratch, kind of. But again, not everyone did that. Some kept on going with their storylines. Uh, time went along. They tried to do a... Superman, a couple of different Superman reorigins, reorigins. That's a good word. Reorigins, retelling of his origins in the early two thousands or late nineties. I forget when it was. There was a Birthright and I think Secret Origins or something like that. And again, I don't mind them retelling the origin and redoing things, but I prefer it if they have a a like I say a reboot or something, so they're redoing everything. Not just redoing Superman's origins in the middle of the continuity, if you will. Then they had the New 52, or they had Flashpoint, which led into the New 52. And again, they rebooted everything except for Batman and Green Lantern, which were going good at the time. They didn't want to veer that off. So at this point, the DC Universe had been around, in quotes, five years, continuity-wise. But Batman had been through four or five Robins which makes him seem like a really crap superhero if he goes to that many Robins in that period, short period of time. Uh, <laughs> and then they did the... Uh, I forget the name of that one. That was uh, like the one month or so when they were moving offices. And they had Green Lantern, I think it was, and a couple of heroes go to the past to help out in the crisis, which kind of rebooted things again. I would still like seeing that story, how the crisis actually unfolded after that point. But that's another story entirely. Uh, again, they had the new 52 Superman they killed off. They brought Lois and Clark from the pre-New 52 continuity into Rebirth continuity with their son Jonathan. And they kind of fit him in. So they're like, well, did Superman die? Because he died in that reality. Did he fight Doomsday? What you know again as a continuity fan, I enjoy knowing what happened in the storyline. But again, DC right now got a real mess of continuity, and a lot of people complained about, well, you can't have continuity because you know these are just stories are all imaginary, blah blah blah. And again, I think continuity can be done if done properly. Uh, the problem with continuity is you get some people that. Like a super tight referencing all the time continuity, which can be a bad thing. Again, I like continuity done right, but if it's done wrong, where each story has to depend on it, or each story makes a reference to it, and if it's too strict of a continuity, it can be a problem. But again, I feel that if you... I don't know, keep somewhat track of continuity. Again, I know it's a big company. They've got a lot of art, uh, writers and editors. But it can be done. I mean, back in the 90s, Superman had a... There was four, three, four, five Superman books. It varied. 
And they had one overlapping story that went through all the books, the, the subplots. Each book had its own subplot going on. But they all tied in together. They had the, the Triangle Era is what it was known as. To me, that was a great era of Superman. That, that was my era of Superman. I refer to it as the Byrne era. This actually started after John Byrne left. And John Byrne's the one that rebooted Superman after the crisis. But a lot of other writers, uh, Jerry Ordway, I think he was a writer, was he an artist? I forget now. But uh, Dan Jurgens, a lot of other writers actually made the Triangle Era what it was. And again, they had four or five different titles, and they were able to keep the continuity throughout for, for many years. I think if done right, if, if someone actually cared, they could set up a continuity at DC and have it go for a while. And my thought is, again, man, I need to work for one of these companies. I think it would help out. But what they ought to do is have a continuity, and then every, I don't know, 20, 30 years, have a, a crisis. You can't see my fingers. I'm doing air quotes. A crisis-type event where things reboot, and maybe they shove that continuity off into a corner so they can still play with it sometime. But then they can reboot everything fresh and start again. Because, again, the heroes are going to age done right. Yes, Batman, Superman can't age because you don't want to get rid of your Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne for a long period of time. I say that knowing that there's an upcoming storyline where supposedly Bruce Wayne's being replaced as Batman. But it won't last very long because, again, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Clark Kent is Superman. So Hal Jordan is Green Lantern. Yes, I know there was a Green Lantern before that. There's been some after him, but who's Green Lantern right now? Hal Jordan. So... I, I, if I was in charge of like DC Comics, I would have these stories occur in real time. Again, in quotes. I mean, some stories may take you know short period of time. Some will stretch out a little bit, even self out. And then I say after 20, 30 years, I mean, you, know, you can start retire your characters if you want to, or kill them off. And 20, 30 years down the road, reboot things. Maybe forty. You know, it, it could, doesn't have to be a certain set period. But after a certain period of time, when you're done telling these stories, you can reboot, bring back Clark Kent, Superman, Batman as or Bruce Wayne as Batman, and and start the continuity over again from scratch. Because by then, again, you're going to have hopefully new readers coming in, and that's a good way to bring new readers in. Uh, maybe it's just me, but I think that doing it that way, you can you know because. A lot of people, you know, at one time they said, you know, the average lifespan of a reader was like two or five years or something like that. So they didn't mind retelling stories over and over because they figure comic fans are fading away. It was kids. They grow up. They get to high school. They'd stop reading comics. Uh, again, I usually proved to be the exception to the rule. I didn't really get into comics big time until high school. But I know a lot of, on the fan groups I'm on, a lot of people didn't, you know, they, they didn't give up comics or they gave it up briefly and they came back and they've been comic fans for the last 20, 30, 40 years. But I don't think DC takes that in consideration very much. I mean, at times they do. They seem to do some things to try to appease older fans, but they seem to take half measures. They'll bring it halfway back or only halfway do it. And done right... Again, I, I believe they could appease old fans and new fans alike if they care to. But it, it's like, and I know it's different creators or different uh, uh, editors and editor, EIC and chiefs and all that, but it seems like DC is schizophrenic. And at one time, you know, they want to appease, they want to make the old readers happy. Other times, they don't seem to care. They want the new flash in the pan, the new readers. But again, like I said before, and I'll say it again, done right, they can make both groups happy. They, they could appease the longtime fans such as myself and also tell good stories for the new readers. Yeah, I think I said, they said that right. But I, I do know, and I've said this, kind of said this, that continuity is a two-edged sword. Done wrong, it can be really bad. Done right, it can... It can help improve your stories and make things. You can have a larger universe and be more coherent 
and, and make your, your longtime readers, such as myself, happy. And again, I know I'm worried about old-time readers myself because that's what I am. And a lot of older fans are starting to kind of give up on the books. They, they realize that DC doesn't seem to care. They uh, get kind of frustrated with some of the things going on. You get people like Bendis in. Again, Bendis can tell a good story. I've somewhat enjoyed his, his run on Superman. But again, he's bringing back, you know, he's doing the Clark Kent gives up a secret identity again. They've done it in the past. And you just have to reboot or something to get rid of it, get rid of that story. And I know some people said they, you know, they should restart every year. I don't like that. I'll, again, I like the long narrative, uh, kind of the same thing, issue numbers, which I guess can be a different, I guess that's a different topic, which I'll talk about at another time, because that, that's a whole other complaint right there, the way they do their numberings. But it kind of ties into the continuity that if you restart your book every year, you're not going to be continuity, but then it seems like nothing really matters at that point to me. And again, maybe it's just me, but if you restart your continuity or if you don't care about continuity, then nothing really matters. And these are just stories. No one cares about them. Not true. I mean, again, I and maybe it's because of my issues, but I, I care about these characters. That's why whenever I see them adapted in another medium and they make race changes to race or sex or whatever, I don't care for it because these aren't just these aren't just stories to me. These are these are again in quotes real people. I know they're not real. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not that deluded. I'm a little deluded, but not that deluded. That I, I realize that the, these are fictional characters. Yes, it's all make believe, but I, I care for them. I, I love these books. That's why I read them. That's why I've been reading them for the last uh, thirty some odd years because I'm into it. It's been way longer than that because I'm 50 now, so 30 been 20. Yeah, over 30 years now I've been reading comics. And again, as I talked about with Shag so many years ago on my podcast, to me the golden age of comics was between 1985 and 1995, give or take. After that, again, I still read them, obviously. But I don't think the stories were quite as good as they were in the late 80s, early 90s. I think that was a great period. We were smack dab in the middle. We had the uh, uh, Triangle Era going on. We had, you know, all these great stories. We had the death of Superman going on in that time frame. We had the the fall and rise, you know, Batman's backbreaking, uh, Bane and all that. We had uh, Green Lantern, Emerald and Dawn, Emerald and Twilight and all that stuff. To me, that was a great era of comics. Uh, after that, some of the art, artist wasn't as great, in my opinion. Uh, some of the writing kind of got weaker, in my opinion. And then at a certain point, they just kept going from... Because at one point, crossovers happened for a couple of months or whatever. Or a month. During the summertime, they'd have crossovers. The the annuals or the, you know, the Legends, Crisis... Uh, Invasion, all those kinds of things, zero hour. But at a certain point, especially in the 2000s, they got where it went from uh, crisis to crisis to crisis. Not necessarily, it wasn't a crisis per se, but major event, a story, uh, a tie-in thing that led up to the next major event. And it was just like one major event after another. And you get event fatigue out of that. And it was kind of starting to hit me a little bit. Again, as I've talked about in 2007 or so, I stopped buying comics just due to money. I'd been remarried. I'd moved to a different town away from my normal comic shop. I didn't have the money to buy comics. So I was finding other ways to feed my habit, reading them online, finding other ways to read comics, borrowing from the library. But to me, it, well, I did miss it, buying the comics on the average, on the regular. It wasn't... I don't know. It just it just wasn't as good as it used to be, in my opinion. And maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I'm facing out of comics. But again, I've been slow phasing out for the last 10, 20 years, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I still love comics. Don't get me wrong. I'm still buying a couple. I buy G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. That storyline's been going on again. And I've picked up the new Suicide Squad. 
And there was something else I was getting. I'm getting Nightwing for my son Grayson. But I don't buy very many comics. I find other ways to feed my habit, just because of money-wise. But even then, I don't know if I would if I had the money, if comics were as affordable as they were in the 80s slash 90s, I don't know if I'd be buying as many as I used to. Be just because some of the storylines aren't as great. I've got Marvel comics that I'm uh, I've got uh, ways of reading. They're piling up. I haven't gotten to yet just because I don't have the time. And I don't know. I just, I, while I, I do want to read them, it just doesn't jump out as me as much as it used to. A lot of times because of the storylines, uh, the editor's ideas and choices. And again, as I've been talking about this episode, the lack of continuity. The And Marvel hasn't really had a, a crisis type event. And we've had the Secret Wars. They kind of tried to do a little bit here more recently. But they haven't, as far as I'm, unless I'm missing something, they haven't been like a wide line reboot. I know they tried doing the uh, Ultimate Universe, which was a reboot of the universe. And then they had the Secret Wars I talked about a little bit ago that they brought some of that you know, Ultimate stuff in over into the Marvel Universe. But I don't know. I just, as I said, I love continuity. I think done right, continuity is a great thing. I, I think that they need to, again, in quote, straighten up and do the continuity, again, in my opinion, the right way. And not, you know, have a strict adherence to it, but have a, a strict continuity, if that makes sense. Because, again, done, done right, as I've been saying, continuity can be a sweet, glorious thing. Comic companies like referring to continuity, but they don't like keeping the continuity Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just a story. Oh, by the way, read this story from two years ago. Why does it matter if this one story is going to refer to it, but nothing else does, or things counterdict it? And that's where continuity comes in, is when you counterdict something previously, that's breaking continuity. Again, if it's something that's never been told before, revealed, as long as you can fit in, that's fine. But to straight out counterdict something, or have stories that, that couldn't have taken place, I don't know, I just... I'm not quite sure I'm going with at this point. Just like I said, I want to talk a little bit about continuity and how comic companies aren't using it like they should. In my opinion, they uh, again they they want to use it much like numbering, which I'll talk about another time. But a comic issue numbering, they they want to use it to their advantage, but when it comes to actually making again in quotes the hard decisions and actually doing it. They don't want to put the work in, if you will. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys like continuity? Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think continuity is an annoyance? Let me know. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Send me an email to head at headspeaks.com. Let me know what you think about continuity in comics. Are they doing it right? Are they messing it up? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Let me know. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah, and I was going to throw another segment in here, but I decided not to today. I'm going to go ahead and here. It's just over an hour long. I think that's pretty good for coming back uh, from my hiatus. Again, I apologize for the long delay. Hopefully, I've got my life straightened out and I'm I'm, uh, able to bring these out on a regular basis to you guys. I apologize again for the delay. And I thank you guys that that have stuck with me and are still listening to my show. Let me know what you think. As I've said, send me an email to head at headspeaks.com. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know if you appreciate what I'm doing. If not, I'm still going to do it just because that's who I am. But again, if you think there's something I could do better, I can improve upon, let me know. I'm open to suggestions. Again, it's my show. I'm going to do how I want. But if someone says, hey, brother, if you do this, it might make it a little better. I want to give it a try. I'm open. Also, as I've talked about previously, right before my hiatus, <laughs> I have started up a Patreon page. I decided to join all the big boys and do a Patreon. No one has signed up for it yet, So, but again, since I haven't done anything in a little while, I don't blame you. But now that I'm back, please check out my Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash headcastnetwork. That's for all my shows. If you're uh, liking what I'm doing, if you enjoy what's going on here, go ahead and uh, go to patreon.com 
slash headcast network. Uh, throw a few bucks in the tin. If you think my uh, Patreon levels are incorrect or I'm not giving enough value for your buck, let me know what you think. Again, I'm willing to adjust them. I'm not. Again, this is my show. I'm doing what I want to do on it for the most part, but I'm not opposed to feedback. I enjoy hearing from people. And if I do things to make things better, I'm all for it. So, also check out my other shows. They're going to come back also. I've got G.I. Joe, a real American headcast, where I talk about the 80s G.I. Joe comic and TV show. I've got the uh, Task Force X, where I talk about Suicide Squad and Checkmate, again, from the late 80s, early 90s. And the Starman Manhunter Adventure Hour, which right now is just the Starman Adventure Hour, because I've covered the Manhunter. Now I'm still covering the Will Payton Starman. I may cover some of the uh, other Manhunters books later on. I'm not quite sure yet. But go ahead and uh, check out my other shows. Let me know what you think. But that's going to do it for this month. Uh, be with us next month as I continue my journey. Hopefully, if things work out, knock on uh, knock on wood. Hopefully, I'll be back to finish up my look at Armageddon 2001, the, the second issue of the Armageddon 2001 series. And then the following month, I should be looking at Armageddon and was Armageddon, Armageddon Invasion, whatever it is, the next little four-issue miniseries. And then I'll be looking at Inferno after that. So join us. Let me know what you think. Uh, until next time, remember, Head has spoken. Thank you for listening to another fantastic episode of Head Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. If so, let me know. Drop me an email to head at headspeaks.com or visit our home at head.headspeaks.com. You can also visit and talk with me on Facebook and Google Plus, both under Head Speaks. You can also send an MP3 file with your thoughts and I can play that on the air. And you can also get more of me on my other podcasts. Be sure to listen to Task Force X, where monthly I look at John Ostinger's Suicide Squad and Paul Kuppenberg's Checkmate comics from the 80s and early 90s. Also, over on G.I. Joe, a real American headcast, my podcasting friends Ryan Daly and Kyle Benning, along with myself, are looking at all of the G.I. Joe, a real American hero comics, and related titles from Marvel and IDW. All of my headcasts are available on iTunes and Stitcher, along with the respective blogs and my main page at headspeaks.com. All, all comments, thoughts, and opinions expressed on Head Speaks are o- owned wholly by the speaker of said comments and do not express the opinions of Head Speaks, unless, of course, I'm the one making the comments. Head Speaks, Task Force X, and G.I. Joe, a Real American Headcast, are all part of the Headcast family. So join us next month for another wonderful episode of Head Speaks. Until then, I'll see you in the funny pages. Good night.